Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Dream big and believe in the possibilities. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Asia Gonzalez and today the theme for our show is the gift of possibility. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. And we are excited to announce that the Be The Star You Are has just been honored as a top nonprofit for the seventh consecutive year. Congratulations to all the volunteers and supporters because you are responsible for making BTSYA first class. Each week we bring you a stimulating, mind-bending, motivating program based on a chapter from our award-winning book, Be The Star You Are For Teens, Simple Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, Learning, and Leading. Maria Wong, our book smart reporter, will discuss the gift of possibility. Hello, Hi, Maria. Hi, Asia. It is so great to be back on Express Yourself, especially with this week's theme of the gift of possibility. So jumping right into it, I recently read a book titled You Have Seven Messages by Stuart Lewis. And judging from the title, you might think that it's a psychological thriller or horror book. But actually, it's a young adult novel that focuses on a young 15-year-old girl named Luna who has endless opportunities available in her life. But the book also focuses on family life, secrets, and the glamour of New York City. So Luna lives with her father and her brother in New York City. Her family is still recovering from the death of her mother, who died tragically as a result of a collision of taxi cabs. Now, the book starts off with Luna going to her mother's studio. So her mother was a model, and she goes there in order to find some sense of closure. But instead, she finds a fully charged laptop and phone. On the phone, she discovers that her mother still has seven unheard messages, hence the title, You Have Seven Messages. Luna is so terrified, yet excited. It's been so long since she's seen, heard, or touched anything of her mother. She realizes that the endless possibilities she has with this phone and computer. Now, she could throw away this phone and computer, not wanting to open up already some wounds. She could disregard it as useless. She could give the phone and computer to her father to help him, um, to have him help her solve the mystery. But instead, Luna decides to get to the bottom of the messages on her own by using both the phone and computer. Now, as she goes through the seven voicemails left on her mother's phone, she realizes that her parents have been hiding something very significant to her and that her mother's death was far more dramatic than she ever expected. 
Now, Luna is a curious girl, and even though it seems like it might be impossible to even solve this mystery when her parents, um, her father doesn't even want to talk about it, she embraces the idea of the possibilities and goes through the phone messages, message by message, picking up hints from the caller, whether that be a location like a restaurant or a park or a name where she's able to find her mother's old friends or um, model colleagues. So Luna uses these hints to eventually find the answer. And she does this through roaming through the city of New York. There's endless possibilities. She uses the subway metro, goes on the taxi, as I said before, um, contacts her mother's old friends, and eventually teams up with her crush and dreamy neighbor Oliver to finally reach a conclusion about her mother's death and her family's history. And though it might not exactly be a happy one, she's able to find out by embracing these possibilities. And it's not only the phone and computer, um, the computer where she's able to see messages that her mother left for her explaining the situation, but she embraces the idea of possibilities and over um, and achieving the impossible in her daily life. As I said before, her family is struggling through grief and struggling to find closure. And Luna, she could turn away from her family. She could find other interests and sort of forget about that, sort of isolate herself from the suffering. But instead, she's persistent in making her family work, trying to have open discussion and, in fact, encouraging her father to find a girlfriend. But I think one of the more important things that she really um, has possibilities and opportunities with is her photography career. Now, Luna's eyes are basically like a camera lens throughout the book as she has this vintage camera that she takes everywhere, taking pictures of all the hints she finds about her mother's secrets or whether that just be in her local classroom taking pictures of the students. And she actually is able to reach out to agents and have her own photography show. And I know this sounds really idealistic, but this is a young adult novel. And just like most of them, this one can be a bit dreamy and idealistic at times. But that's what I also really like about these young adult novels. I think um, the fact that they're like this, it makes them endearing and fun to read. But overall, I just really think that Luna being able to seize the opportunities she has and not viewing impossibility as a challenge, but rather as something to go through and to challenge herself. I really think um, that's just shown throughout the book. That's really cool. I like the idea of that book, you know, showing that through everything and all that's going on, because that sounds like a really tough situation to be in, in a very uh, hard place to be in your life, especially when you're young and your family's going through something like that. And I think it's really important that, you know, especially with young adult novels, that they have situations like that in life, but they also give a way to kind of show the people and the audience that is reading it that, you know, you can persevere and you can find possibilities for opportunities in life you know, it may not be from this kind of situation, but it could be something else in your life, and they kind of show you how you can take a hold of that. And uh, I think it's really important that a lot of the young adult novels have that kind of uh, vibe coming from them. What are some similar books that kind of relate to this one? Um, several similar books. So one of them is actually by the author himself, Stuart Lewis. It's called The Secret Ingredient. There's another book called Pure Red that also focuses on family struggles and sort of overcoming them and seizing the opportunities by Danielle Joseph. And there's also The Sharp Time by Mary O'Connell. Now this book, I was reading up on it on Goodreads, and it's a really cool novel. I definitely want to read it. It's about a girl who goes through um, family abuse and a lot of problems, and she's given the situation, two possibilities, to either take revenge 
and um, just go through that route, or she can be um, she can become a better person and create her own moral standard. And I just thought um, it's sort of though it's not entirely similar to UF Seven Messages. I think both of those two main characters face several possibilities that they could go through. Have you read anything about the Secret Ingredient, or have you read that book in itself? Um, I have not read The Secret Ingredient yet, but it definitely sounds like an interesting book. Once again, Stuart Lewis, um, he writes a lot of books just about family life and sort of the secrets that they have to uncover. That's really cool. I think that those are interesting stories to read, especially if it has a little bit of mystery in them. I, those are the kind of books that I love is when they have a little bit of mystery and it makes you think. I think no, those are really cool. Yeah. And in Luna's case, was having so many possibilities good? You know, she had all of these, all of these things going on and everything popping up. Um, I don't know. I'm sort of torn about this. I think overall, it's good. I think in life, it's good to have opportunities and all these possibilities. And I think out of it, she was able to progress and become a stronger and more decisive person due to these possibilities. But she didn't really get the happy ending she wanted. But once again, going back to your point of how authors, especially for young adult novels, especially with the audience, they really need to have a strong message to encourage the readers. I think Stuart Lewis um, shows through this that like, even life isn't necessarily perfect. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to like go through it yourself, like even if you don't get the result you want, you're able to actually um, just self-progress yourself, even if you don't get the final result. Yeah, and I think that's very important, that even though things don't really necessarily go your way, you're able to self-progress in, in your life and your character and personality and, and moral standards. And uh, like you were talking about the, the story, The Sharp Time, about, by Mary O'Connell, how she, the main character, had the opportunity to take revenge or build her character as a person. And I think that in itself is a very uh, hard choice to make. You know, we're all human and we, and we feel that sometimes. But I think that's a pretty good uh, moral standard to write about, too. How did uh, embracing her possibilities lead her to her final goal, you know, digging to the bottom of the messages? So for Luna, um, through this, she was actually able to make a lot of direct action and she was able to get to her final goal through sort of basically just snooping around New York City. <laughs> but, um, but through this, she's able to embrace herself. And she's really ambitious throughout the book, going all over New York City, calling random strangers. She's really fearless, actually. But um, I think it just like by embracing the possibility that maybe she can find out the answer, that for her was her determining factor. And that led to her being so ambitious and being able to accomplish this. Now, does that make her your favorite character, or do you have somebody else in the book that you like more? Um, so, one of the things about this book was that Luna was definitely um, the most prominent character throughout it. It mm-hmm. does focus on her family. I really love um, her uncle, Leon. He um, He's a really accepting uncle. And Stuart Lewis, he attempts... He goes into sort of um, gay rights and just like focusing and embracing the LGBTQ community as her uncle is gay. And it sort of goes a little side story of like the discrimination he faces. So I just thought that was a really interesting facet of the story also. So he does focus on other characters' backstories? A little bit, but mainly I would say that it's mainly her quest for the seven messages. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. That's interesting. And, you know... 
especially with her situation, there's a lot of bad and good things happening. Do you think that possibilities can ever be bad? I definitely think there's always pros and cons to any situation, Um, especially with indecisive people. Having so many possibilities can be daunting. And sometimes they go a little overboard. And if you cross any physical, emotional, legal, any of those type of limits with these possibilities, it's never a good thing. But yeah, overall, I think um, if you have the right mindset, possibilities can always be good. Yeah, I definitely agree with that too. So do you think that it was a good idea for Luna to take the possibility of finding out the hidden secrets of her mother's death? Or do you think it was that she probably shouldn't have done that? Maybe she shouldn't have done that. Maybe her mother would have not wanted her to do that. But I think it was great that she did that and that she was able, um, as I said before, just to self-progress through that and also able just to um, just find out what her family was really about. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. That sounds like a crazy situation to be in. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Maria. It was awesome having you on the show again, and I'm really looking forward to having you again on here soon. If you guys want more stories and encouraging chapters like these, check out our award-winning book at Be The Star You Are for Teens. Simple gifts for living and loving, laughing, and learning. If you want to learn more about possibilities and how to take a hold of them and turn them into opportunities, definitely check out that book and that chapter. During the break, everyone, be sure to check out our brand new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. And also, please visit our charity site at btsya.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are. Stay right here with us as we continue the conversation with an inspirational guest on the topic of possibility. I'm Asia Gonzalez. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released, interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. (music) 
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. Today, our show is all about possibility, and no matter the situation, there is always a possibility for opportunity. Joining this week is joining us this week is Chelsea Hill. Chelsea Hill was born on March 28th in 1992 and grew up in California. She had a strong excitement towards dancing from the time she started walking and was on her first dance team at the age of five. Chelsea continued her passion for dance through middle school and high school, earning her a spot on the varsity high school dance team. And one night, Chelsea was in a drunk driving accident. They hit a tree head on, which had broke her back, leaving her a T10 paraplegic at 17. When she awoke in the hospital and the reality set in, and she immediately began rethinking her goals. And since then, she has been actively traveling around the United States, speaking to teens, and she shares about how the choices they make can affect them and those who they love for the rest of their lives. And this has become her greatest mission in life, but she has always said, I will walk again and I will dance again. And she has teamed up with her father and started the Walk and Roll Foundation, a nonprofit that is dedicated to educating teens on distracted driving. The foundation also inspires through their wheelchair dance team and provides support to those living with spinal cord injuries to help them recreate their dreams and live a fulfilled life. Hi, Chelsea. It's awesome to have you on the radio show this week. Thank you guys for having me. And I was looking at your website, and I was looking at your foundation, and I saw the Walk and Roll's motto, Turn Limitations into Opportunities. And I think that is an awesome, awesome motto. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the beginning of starting our nonprofit, it was all about raising spinal cord injury awareness. But Mm -hmm. as the years gone on, it's become more of just turning you know, our limitation into an opportunity. And that's what we want to help people who become injured or that are born with a disability to figure out, you know, whatever limitation that the public thinks that we have to Mm -hmm. highlight on that and to, you know, recreate our dreams that way. I think that is so awesome. And that's very admirable. And how has this foundation turned limitations into opportunities for you? How has this impacted you? Um, it's, it's honestly gave me a platform to to reach so many more people than I ever thought I would in life. Um, you know, my people think that, you know, my limitation in life is my wheelchair in a negative way, but it's been able to enhance my dancing, um, enhance my mission in life um, in a way that I never thought I would be able to do. Um, so I guess, you know, that's, that's been my way of just being able to um, figure out how to make this wheelchair work for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that tends to go with everybody in life, you know, whatever limitation you may have, definitely figure out a way, you know, how can I move past this? And I think everybody has limitations in their lives, in their lives. Yeah. And it's always awesome to see how people can surpass those. Definitely. You know, I, whenever I speak at high schools, I always mention that Everyone has a different ability. Everyone has their biggest insecurity in life. Mm-hmm. And mine ha- mine has to be, or happens to be, my wheelchair. But you can see that, you know, meeting me. So my biggest 
insecurity is visible to the eye. But there are a lot of people out there that, you know, they have a mental or emotional or physical, you know, limitation that people may not really actually see. And so we all have things that we struggle in life with. And I think, you know, being able to find people that can relate to you is, I think, one of the most key things in life, because that is what's helped me in the last few years, really accept who I am, and be able to follow my dreams and be very clear on what I want to do in life. I think it's definitely important to have some sort of support system. And have you, how have your family and your friends been supportive of this foundation? How has that gone? Um, it's been amazing. I, um, you know, in the beginning of being injured, um, you know, my entire community in Monterey, California, really took me and my family under their wings and really, you know, supported. We did fundraisers to help me, like, you know, get a car and drive and get a wheelchair. And, you know, they really stepped up to the plate and really helped. And I think that is so important in a community when things happen to really support that person and their family. And, um, you know, six years later, really feels like six days later, but six (sighs) years later, um, my family and friends are amazing. I've met some amazing people along my journey and they all happen to be in wheelchairs, but, um, you know, some incredible stories out there, but my support system is amazing. I think that's the number one thing in life that people need. I think that is so awesome with what you're doing, especially going around and talking to high schools and and just going around and creating social awareness about this. And it's actually really cool because I go around the country uh, to high schools. I go to speaking engagements, talking about uh, child sex trafficking and trying to create as much awareness about that as possible because it's a very serious issue as much as distracted driving. And I think a lot of people need more awareness and more education about these things. And I just think it's absolutely awesome that you've decided to take that initiative and use this as an opportunity to help others understand this. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, what you do also also is amazing. I mean, I hear about things like that all the time. I go to so many different events, and there's always, you know, a table about that, just bringing awareness to it. And a lot of people don't think about it, just like they don't think that something may happen to them on the road. And you know, living down here in LA now, I'm seeing so many more car accidents, so many more, you know, but it's LA not very, is crazy with traffic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there. yeah. Yeah. Traffic, so crazy. Traffic is horrible, but there's, you know, the amount of car accidents that happen daily down here, yeah. it's just so crazy and people yeah. just driving radical and, um, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah, and I live in Denver right now, and seeing the amount of accidents that happen, you know, especially, I actually had one happen, like, literally a couple blocks away from my own home, and that turned out to be a pretty bad accident, and it's just, you know, especially, you know, me, myself, I drive, and I've caught myself looking at my phone, and, you know, at that moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I cannot be doing that, and, uh, you know, thinking about that, especially how they have the campaigns for, you know, making sure you don't text and drive. Yeah, you know, I definitely think we need more of that. So especially with what you do, that's really important. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've done so many programs like every 15 minutes and stuff like that really needs to be out there more, especially with teenagers and, you know, a lot of teenagers like myself. When I was, you know, in high school, I was always thinking, well, you know, bad things don't happen to us in our small little town. We're just a small town. But 
you know, we, it did happen to us and it just, there needs to be more awareness in the school districts about, you know, sex trafficking and then also drunk driving and, um, gang violence and, you know, all that stuff. Because when these students leave high school, they go out to the real, into the real world mm-hmm. and a lot of them aren't ready for reality, you know? Yeah. It's, it's very scary actually, you know, after you get out of high school, you're on your own pretty much. I mean, of course you'll have your uh, you know, your support system of your family and your friends, but pretty much it's all up to you to make good choices and make sure you're on the right path. And, you know, I think we as teens, especially when we were in high school, you know, of course we were invincible, you know, of course we were untouchable with whatever we did. And, you know, and then we, we hit graduation and we hit college and we're like, oh, yeah, bad things can happen. And, you know, they will happen, but that just depends on how we handle things and what kind of choices that we make. Exactly. And how I thought this was so interesting, uh, reading your bio and reading about your foundation and checking that out. How did you go about creating the largest wheelchair dance team? I think that is just so cool. Oh, it gives me the chills when I hear people say it. Um, You know, the first few years I was injured, I actually joined a dance team called Colors in Motion, which was ran by a woman named Ati Angel. And that's how I went on to be on the reality show Push Girls and did that. But she's the one that really, like, I always had that fire of dance within me. When I was first injured, I was always like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to dance, I'm going to walk again. But she showed me that until that happens, I can still dance. And, you know, she basically taught me how to do wheelies and basically put that fire within me that I really needed. And during my first year, year and a half of traveling all over the United States, um, speaking and performing with her, I met some amazing young women who were just like, I want to dance. And, um, you know, some things happened and I then... I actually tried out for an able-bodied dance team out in Hollister, California, mm-hmm. made it, which was, I was the only wheelchair dancing dance dancer on their team. It was a team full of able bodies. We went on to do competitions and showcases, um, and that really taught me that, you know what, if I can do this, so can everyone else. So I basically wanted to do this big dance showcase, and I you know, invited the girls out for a week-long boot camp, um, told my dad I wanted to do a fundraiser for Walk and Roll, and as soon as we posted videos, we were being asked to perform all over the United States, and it's just grown from there. You know, some girls have taken time off, more girls have come on, we've done two boot camps a year now. It's literally like a dance school. It's amazing, Um, and these girls, I learn now that I'm teaching weekly dance classes, I'm learning that when these girls come to take class, some of the class is about like wheelchair 101 skills and the other class mm-hmm. is dancing. Um, and it's another, you know, opportunity for young women who get injured or who, that have grown up in a wheelchair to mm-hmm. actually be able to meet people like them and a place where we can all connect and relate. And I think that's so important, especially when someone goes through a, you know, a heavy loss like this um, yeah. to have that. I definitely agree with that. I think that's so cool. And did you, you know, did you do some advertising for it? Did you do it through social media? How did you recruit your team and how did you get people to come and join your dance team? 
So in the beginning, it was um, six other of my friends that I met throughout a year. We, you know, mm-hmm. one was in Florida, one was in New York. One, so we all just kind of came together. And um, that's the first few years we started all performing all together. But I relocated down to L.A. And basically, I think what really got us out there was being I was on a reality show called Push Girls. Um, on the Sundance channel, and um, it's based about five women in chairs and how we live our lives. And on second season, that's when I launched this dance team. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of publicity came from that. But also, you know, I love being able to meet newly injured people or people that are in my area that are in wheelchairs because. You know, I love being able to go out in public with like five other girls in chairs and literally heads turn because it's nothing. You don't see that on a daily basis, you know, and um, so I love being able to bring out, you know, all of my friends in chairs wherever I go um, Mm -hmm. and really including more people. Um, But as far as advertising, um, you know, really what I use is Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I usually only post on Instagram now, but, and then link the others because it's just too much. But, um, (laughs) I, I love doing it and I love being able to reach people in other areas. I'm starting to do like dance tutorial videos on YouTube that I'm going to be launching next week. So that way, if people can't actually make it to my class, they can watch the video and learn in their house or outside and be able to dance wherever they are. That I think that is just so awesome with what you are doing, and I love how you're reaching out to people and letting people know that, you know, no matter what limitation that you have, you can do whatever you're dreaming about. I think you're just an awesome inspiration, Chelsea. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much, and you are definitely an inspiration and a po- of possibility. But unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment, but we will definitely talk with you more in our next segment. To learn more about the Walk and Roll Foundation, visit www.walkandrollfoundation.org. And to get social and on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, follow her at Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-I-E, Hill, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to learn more about her and her foundation. And to support our show and these amazing segments by giving a donation to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program, that would be great. For more info on how to do this, go to bethestarur.org and follow our blog. Again, that website is bethestarur.org. Also, remember to visit our new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com. And when we come back from break, we will talk more with the amazing Chelsea Hill. So don't go anywhere. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Bookworm is a show for the reader. 
and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is a gift of possibility. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And in this segment, we'll be continuing our inspiring discussion with Chelsea Hill. Chelsea and her father started the Walk and Roll Foundation after Chelsea was in a drunk driving accident. That left her a T10 paraplegic. She is taking what someone take as a limitation and turn it into an opportunity to create awareness about the consequences of distracted driving. And she also gives people the opportunity to seize the moment and create opportunities out of their limitations. So welcome back, Chelsea. Thank you. So we were talking about push girls in the earlier segment, and you kind of gave us a little bit of a rundown about what it was. But could you give us some more insight about what push girl is Push Girls was and what your involvement in it was and just how that all went. Yeah, so um, Push Girls was a reality show on the Sundance channel. It was about um, five women in wheelchairs and how we live our lives. And basically, you know, it was first about the four women and then they met me. And, um, you know, all of our stories really followed um, or all of our stories were really different. You know, we had Mia, who was a swimmer and got back in the water for the first time and, you know, follows her journey with her mother. And um, then we have Tiffany Adams, who, you know, is trying to figure out love and she's also trying to find her sister and um, Ati Angel, who, um, you know, she was dancing with us and then, you know, going through some stuff with her husband. And then there's Angela, who's a quadriplegic and she's a model and then she's going through a divorce and all that. So we each have different stories that the audience can relate to. So really it's about love, betrayal, drama, um, dance, um, Mm. family. It's really about everything. And I think that's what made Push Girls so unique. And, 
you know, we, we tied with Duck Dynasty on um, Critics' Choice Award. We, you know, we've done oh. so much. And it was such an amazing show. Um, I really wish it was still on. But you can find it on Hulu, Netflix, uh, Amazon. Oh, cool. That's awesome. And how did they find you? Was there a casting process or, you know, how did, how did you get involved in that? Um, so I, I met uh, Ati Angel when I was first injured. And I remember her saying like, hey, send me a bio. And I was, you know, 18 years old at the time. And I'm like, I don't have a bio. I went to school <laughs> and now I'm injured. Like, I don't have a bio. So I typed up something, I sent it to her. And she was like, hey, when you come down to LA, I want you to meet some people. She didn't tell me anything about who we were meeting, what we were doing. She couldn't because it was, you know, she's under contract. Yeah. Yeah. But um, when I met with her, I ended up meeting, uh, my dad came down with me, but I ended up meeting with two producers and Ati. Mm-hmm. And the producers talked to me about what they were planning. And they were basically like, you're our missing link. We need you on the show. We need someone who's young, who is newly injured, who is trying to figure out life. And I was like, yep, that's definitely me. I'm trying to figure this out right now. Yeah. So, um, so that's basically how I got on it. There was no castings for it. Um, the girls all knew each other for a few years. And um, so, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. That's really cool. And how how are the how is the uh, like the vibe around how was the vibe around the set? You know, did you create any lasting friendships or how was that? Um, set was very interesting. I you know grew up watching TV and reality mm-hmm. shows, and to actually be on one is real work. I mean, people don't realize that, like, when people are on reality shows, it's really work. You have to be ready to go, camera ready at all times, you know, if you just have to be ready. And, um, you know, I was just newly injured, not really knowing what I was doing, kind of like, okay, whatever you guys say. Um, but it was, it was honestly an amazing journey, and I wouldn't have traded it for anything. Um, I've learned, I learned a lot about myself, my family friendship, um, you know, dating. I learned, you know, I wore my first pair of heels after my accident on the show. And, um, yeah, so the girls really taught me a lot and, and we all have friendship after the show. So, you know, it's been really cool. That, that sounds like an awesome time. And I, I like how you, you know, even though, what happened in your life, you were thinking, you know, I have no idea what I'm doing right now, but I'm just going to go for it. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, my family has really supported me so much. My dad is always like, if there is a will, there's a way. Like if, if it was possible before, we're going to figure out how to do it. And I think that's been my entire mentality the last six years is yeah. if I've done it before, there has to be a way to do it again. And, you know, I've been parasailing, I've been jet skiing, I've traveled all over the country internationally. Um, and, you know, I never, ever thought that someone in a wheelchair can actually live a normal life. And, you know, that's my biggest thing is getting that out there that if you see someone in a wheelchair don't turn your head and look and just say, oh, I feel so bad for this person. Like, yeah, go say yeah. hi. You know, we're, we're normal people. We, a lot of us live an independent life or we're trying to. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, it's a different way of life. And that's what I've had to learn. I think that is very admirable. And you were talking about traveling, how you've been all over the world. You know, has the foundation helped you with traveling or do you just do it because you love traveling? 
Um, so I actually, I work for a company now, um, but before I started working for them, um, yeah, we, our dance team, whenever we go out and perform, um, we go with the foundation. So we go out and we perform and that's been most of the travel, but, um, you know, I've traveled for my book. I have a book out called push girl, um, and it's available on Amazon and all that. But, um, and then recently the last two years, um, I work for a company called Max Mobility, and it's the what we have is a, a power assist device that goes on manual wheelchairs, and mm-hmm. how we control it is Bluetooth to our wristband. So as soon as we push, it acts as a cruise control, and as soon as we tap on the wristband, like on the wheel or tap, like clap our hand, the mm-hmm. vibration of that sends a signal to the motor via Bluetooth, and it turns off the wheel. So... I've been the spokesmodel for that for the last two years, and it's just an amazing device. That sounds really cool, and that, I think that sounds really useful, too. And has this actually given you a, ta- a taste of the business industry? You know, are, are you getting a little bit of interest on how to run a business or how to, how to be involved in business? Yeah, um, I've learned, honestly, I've learned a lot the last few years about running a nonprofit, running basically a business of this wheelchair dance team, and, you know, being a spokesmodel for a company. I've learned a lot, and, um, you know, more than I could have ever learned in five years of, you know, being an able body. I've learned a lot about who, who I am, but also, like, where I want to go in the future and how I want to take this, you know, to the next level. And I think that's, you know, what life is all about is always reaching for the future and always, you know, if you have already met your goal, you need to set something higher, you know, and because yeah. um, if you stop then, then it's just over, you know, and yeah. I always believe in reaching for the stars. I think that is so amazing. And, you know, I think that definitely goes for everybody, you know, whatever happens in your life, I think that just it's a signal to say, you know, whatever you're going through, try and see the bright side of it and see what you can do with it. Exactly. And when you were in Able Body, did you ever see these kinds of possibilities and opportunities available to you? Did you ever imagine yourself doing anything like this? Um, you know, when I was in Able Body and when I was walking and dancing, my dream was to always go down to LA and dance. Mm-hmm. I really had no idea what was in store for me. I didn't know how I wanted to do it or anything like that. But I knew I wanted to make my way down to L.A., take dance classes, and just see what happens. And, um, you know, here I am six years later down here dancing at the studios that I wanted to do when I was at Able Body, But just a little different now. And, you know, taking classes with, you know... 30 able bodies that I don't know and choreographers that don't know me, don't know my backstory, don't know my passion. I truthfully, it's a little difficult. And a lot of people just see me taking these classes like, Oh, this is so awesome for her. She's so you know, she gets it so easily, but it's hard. You know, um, I have had a few times where I'm like, I like break down after and I'm like, I just wish I could do it the way everyone else is. But, you know, and and we all have those struggles. Even though we're following our dreams and doing what we love, it doesn't mean it's easy, you know? And um, I think those hard times are what makes it worth it in the end. And I sometimes just have to stop and be like, okay, 
I'm not walking right now, maybe in the future. But until then, I'm just going to keep doing it, you know? That's awesome. And that's definitely a really great way to view life. You know, there could be an easy way to do something, but it's definitely the work that gets you there that is definitely worth it. And I read about uh, Rally for Reality. And could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So uh, Rally for Reality is a school program that my father and I have kind of put together. And we basically have... um, we have three different sections. So we have um, gang violence that our speakers speak on. We have drunk driving. And then we also have like our anti-bullying. So basically when we go into schools, we have people who have either been injured due to those topics or people who, who have, you know, true experiences on those topics. Mm-hmm. And you know, a, lot of, a lot of programs out there are geared towards just one topic. And... I think it's so important to basically talk to the students. If you're going to get time in front of the students, you should touch on more subjects because a lot of schools may not need one subject. Most of them need all of them. But um, but just the awareness about it. And um, what makes us a little bit unique is if we have the enough funds, we're able to send out a few of our dancers and kind of do an education and inspirational type of thing. So um, some entertainment with a dance team performing, thrown in with some speakers. So we're able to kind of liven the crowd up, but also have a serious talk with them at the same time. I think that's really cool. And you guys, how, uh, how often do you guys go and speak to schools? Um, I just spoke at one last week for an organization, but um, right now they're... Since we moved down to L.A., we haven't been doing a lot, but we're starting to, you know, gear up our school program down here and making the right contacts. So um, I'm really looking forward to this next after the summer to get into some schools and bring in our dance team and have some fun with the kids. How cool. I think that's so cool. And have you teamed up with any other foundations like this? Uh, Have you done any other work with anybody else, like any other organizations? Um, I personally do a lot of work with Every 15 Minutes um, in California and SAD, so Students Against Destructive Decisions, Mm -hmm. um, and MAD as well. But um, as far as, like, companies that have teamed up with Walk and Roll, um, none yet, but that door is always open. And I think teaming up with people is a good way for us to branch out and them to branch out and just the awareness to get out there more. And that's what it's all about is however we can get the awareness out there about distracted driving, gun violence, bullying, wheelchair dancing. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's the only way to do it. It's just to team up and just, I believe, power in numbers. I definitely agree with that. And if you have... Any inspirational words for anybody who thinks they have a limitation that they want, they have dreams that they want to, uh, you know, follow, what do you, what do you have to say for them? What inspiring words do you have for people who want to follow their dreams? Um, you know, I would just say that, you know, the first thing to do would be to get on social media, find people near you that are dealing with the same quote unquote struggles Um, and reach out to them, reach out to people on social media. There are a lot of people who, you know, check their social media. Um, but also whatever limitation 
that you think that you have, um, you know, turn it into an opportunity. Um, get on social media. I think that's the biggest thing right now is social media. So, um, so yeah, I think that's really what I would say. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chelsea, for the wonderful discussion. You are an amazing inspiration, and your strength definitely amazes us all. It's absolutely awesome what you do. And you guys, if you want to check out uh, Chelsea's book, Push Girl, definitely check out her bio, check out her social media sites, and just see if you can get any information on that. Check out her book, Push Girl, definitely. It looks like a really good read. And to learn more about the Walk and Roll Foundation, go to www.walkandrollfoundation.org. And to get social with Chelsea, visit her on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Chelsea Hill. Uh, Chelsea is C-H-E-L-S-I-E, Hill. And be sure to check her out on social media. And during the break, be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org, which stands for the Be The Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. And don't forget to check out our newly refurbished site. We think you'll love it. And when we come back, we will continue our inspiring conversation on possibilities. Stay with us here for more empowerment and entertainment. And everything is possible. I'm Asia Gonzalez. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and our program is Express Yourself. Today, the theme for the show is the gift of possibility. And I'm going to be reading The Gift of Possibility by T.J. Hoisington. And T.J. penned The Gift of Possibility in the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. And T.J. Hoisington is the author of the international best-selling books, If You Think You Can, 13 Laws That Govern the Performance of High Achievers. And if you think you can for teens, 
co-author of The Secret of the Slight Edge. He speaks to audiences all over the world about personal development, high achievement, leadership, and selling. So the gift of possibility. Achievers know exactly what they want and consistently move toward it, believing that the goal they seek is possible. Then, when great opportunities manifest themselves, achievers realize that they are not simply a coincidence, but part of the design. For years, I wanted to write a book. Daily, I would dwell on the attainment of that goal. Then one night, I was listening to a 30-year-old audio tape of the best-selling author and motivational speaker, Charlie Tremendous Jones. While listening, I I noticed a phone number that was printed on the cassette tape label. I thought to myself, I wonder if this phone number is still active. It was 11 o'clock at night, and when I dialed the phone number, and it began ringing. Then, just as I was about to hang hang up, someone answered. The low voice on the other end said, who is this? In response, I said, who is this? After a short pause, I gave him my name. I then asked, may I ask with whom I am speaking? This is Charlie Tremendous Jones. Surprised, I said, you've got to be kidding me. This is the Charlie Tremendous Jones. He said, that's me. I asked, where do you live? And he said, Pennsylvania. I quickly apologized. Please don't tell me I didn't wake. Please tell me I didn't wake you up. Oh, no, he replied. I said, in Pennsylvania, it's one o'clock in the morning. And I inquired why he was up at that hour. He proceeded to tell me that he was reading one of his many books. I remember visiting with him for probably 40 minutes or so as he shared some advice about writing a book. Years later, not long after my first book was published, Charlie Tremendous Jones called me up and ordered 25,000 copies of my book. This experience was not simply a coincidence. Months later, I was in Southern California when I was reminded that the renowned author and speaker Brian Tracy's office was near where I was staying. After downloading the directions from the internet, I drove to his office. I wanted a tour of his office, and when I arrived, the secretary was puzzled by my request. She said she had never been asked to give a tour before and that she would need to speak to her supervisor. When she stood up to leave, I asked if Brian Tracy frequently came in the office. She said, normally, no. The word normally came off her lips a little hesitantly, so I inquired her about her use of the word. She responded, typically when Mr. Tracy comes into town from being on the road, he works out of his home in an effort to spend as much time as possible with his family. However, she did say that he happened to be in the office that particular morning. Upon hearing the information, I immediately asked if I could meet Mr. Tracy. She said she wasn't sure and left to ask her supervisor. The secretary left the foyer, and two minutes later, the president walked up and asked how he could help me. I explained that I wanted a tour of the office, and since Mr. Tracy is in the office, I'd like to meet him too. He told me he would see what he could do. Two minutes later, I remember looking down the office hallway and seeing Brian Tracy walk right toward me. He walked right up to me with his hand out to shake mine and said, Hi, I'm Brian Tracy. I said, Hi, I'm TJ Hoisington. We visited for a few minutes and he proceeded to give me a tour of his office. By the end, I told Mr. Tracy that I recently began writing a book and asked if he would be willing to read the manuscript and write an endorsement. He thought for a moment and said, I'd be happy to. Both these high achievers and many more have since endorsed my books and helped me with my own success. Experiences like these are all made possible because I knew exactly what I wanted, I believed in the goal and myself, and I consistently acted on ideas and impressions. You can create your own gift of possibility and success with, these sim- with the same simple formula. So we have an exercise, and it's called Yes You Can. So think of something that you really want to happen that would have a positive result for everyone concerned. Write that goal in a notebook or a journal, give it a date when you would like it to, see, to be accomplished, 
Perhaps you want to learn a, to play a musical instrument you have a, and you have a favorite artist. Do research on the artist, write him or her a letter, or pick up the phone and call. Make sure to be clear in what you desire and decide to take the appropriate actions to make your dreams come true. You have the power to create your future. You are an achiever. Believe in the possibilities because, yes, you can. We are all living, living in cages with the doors wide open, as said by George Lucas. I will talk about the uh, way I use the gift of possibility with our uh, other guests in the previous segments. And uh, sadly, we have no more time. So thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids crew, especially their engineer. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. And you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For more info on our creative community, go to btsya.org. I'm Asia Gonzalez. Until next week, remember, be kind, be possible, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself